Hello and welcome to the latest edition of our Snapshot Sustainability Perspectives podcast series, where we look at different facets of packaging sustainability. My name is Elizabeth Skoura, and today we'll hear from Molded Fibre Specialist Hartman Group. And I'll talk to Hati Osko about the potential of molded fibre packaging. And um, we'll find out more about the development of a new solution, the um, new meat tray called Green Pack. So, yeah, thank you very much, Kati, for being on the podcast today. Well, thank you very much, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. So, yeah, um, obviously Hartmann has many years of experience in egg packaging. And um, I was wondering how does this, did this experience transfer to creating a pack for a challenging product such as meat? Well, yeah, that's a good question. And indeed, it was a journey with quite some learning curves. It all started back in 2019, where a Scandinavian retailer actually challenged Hartmann to expand the technology to further applications beyond eggs. And even though it was quite silent in the press and media, the transition from plastic to molded fiber in the egg business has been more than a success story. Hence, it was obvious to expand to new uh, segments. Well, and basis is, of course, the fact that Hartmann is more than 100 years or has more than 100 uh, years of experience in the conversion of news, uh, used newspaper, magazines, and over the last years also more and more cardboard uh, as raw material as we see e-commerce um, expanding and growing. And we use this as raw material for our fiber molding process. And this has led Hartmann to become one of the leading experts in the processing of fiber. I actually prefer to call it upcycling because we are creating added value products, um, new products, new formats out of some, what some may call waste material. However, in order to explore the fresh food, we have teamed up with an Italian packaging line manufacturer, Gimondini who is expert, amongst others, in application lines of functional barrier. So, and it's to me not a secret that innovation is often created best where you see a functional crossover of expertise. So in a way, we have combined the best of two worlds in the green pack. Yeah, collaboration is um, is so important, isn't it? Yeah. And um, could you tell me a bit more about um, how this pack is made and uh, the materials used? Yes, of course. Sure. I'm glad to say so. So um, imagine you're in a kindergarten and you get creative with a papier mache or pap mache or pulp. You will moisture the paper and create forms with help of some molds. And of course, our process is slightly different. We are also not using glue. Um, our process is actually a rotary process. Imagine some, some big wheels um, and they are running into the pulp, into the yeah, wettened, humidified uh, newspaper. And um, then we don't call it strokes, we call it blow-offs. Um, the, the, the product comes out uh, of the rotary machine. And at this point, the product still contains more than 75% water. And afterwards, it goes through a drying tunnel. And right after the product enters a clean room environment in order to be able to 
yeah, live up to the hygiene requirements that are necessary in fresh food uh, segment. And here, the product undergoes the so-called afterpress, where it gets its final format and uh, its final um, visual. Now, the tray will be applied with a thin plastic barrier liner and, as mentioned, without any glue. Finally, the products will undergo a UV light treatment in order to enable a sterile product um, as hygienic and clean as possible. The uh, product is actually separable, or meaning the materials used can be sorted, separated by the consumer into its fractions, into its respective material fractions. And I also wanted to add that the continuous process of our um, forming uh, production is a major advantage in terms of the commercial setup because compared to thermoforming fiber for example our process of rotary um, production is a continuous process hence we have um, a better output which is commercially an advantage and I also finally like to mention that I believe we have found the sweet spot um, a sweet spot in terms of cost, consumer preference, which we have done several researches with uh, GFK in Germany, um, that showed actually that the consumers are preferring it compared to a pure plastic tray by 70, anything between 72, 79 percentage, um, depending on the country. And also this one of the sweet spots is the enormous plastic saving that is enabled by the green pack, which is about 70%. But finally, and last but not least, what is very important to our customers is that it's a plug and play solution. That means that there's no large investment needed into new production lines. It can be used as conventional plastic trays and it will hold the same shelf life as a conventional plastic tray. And that was very crucial and essential to the whole development. You mentioned the um, plastic reduction, but um, on that note, I wanted to ask, um, multi-material packaging sometimes gets criticized for not being recycled or yeah, not being properly recycled in practice. And um, how do you ensure that consumers dispose of the pack correctly? Yes, a very good question, Elizabeth. Thank you. And yeah, the whole recycling infrastructure is a challenge. As we all know that um, recycling rates are by far where they should be, by far where we want them to be. And um, you're right, multi-material packagings are difficult. Often the consumer also doesn't know where to place it. And for that purpose, we have developed a special easy separation corner for the tray. Also, again, as a plug and play solution. So our customers would not change, need to change their cutting equipment. Um, and this easy separation corner is so intuitive that the consumer will know on the first side, here is something I can get active, here is something I can separate and give the fractions into each respective end-of-life scenario. Because the more than 
80%, 85%, more than 85% of the tray is fiber. And this fiber can go into the recycling stream. So, and we all know that the recycling rates of um, cardboard and fiber is much, much higher than those of plastic. And um, I wish we would all get, in all fractions, get these high rates and Luckily, there's a lot of companies working on that, and I'm really sure we are getting there. But consumers know that cardboard is recyclable, and they all have their bins at home, and that is easy. So we try to make it easy for the consumer. And at the final note, I can only say communication, communication, communication. So if a story is told on a pack, underlined with the easy separation corner, I believe the consumers will also do their share. Great. Thank you, Cathy. Um, yeah, that um, that brings us to the end of today's podcast and just leaves me to say, say thank you very much for, for being here today. Yeah, my pleasure, Elizabeth. Thank you very much.